and the Chinese theater, there's a movie poster for something starring Kingo. Ah, uh, yeah, I think I, I didn't bother writing that one in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice I, it didn't make it into the notes, so... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Kree and Skrull of all ages, welcome to MCU Beyond Infinity, a show where fellow like-minded Marvelites have assembled to discuss, review, theorize, and wax intellectual over any and all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is John, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my co-host and fellow Ravenger, Travis, to break down the second official Marvel Special presentation now streaming on Disney Plus, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Now, Travis, in lieu of an actual introduction, because I clumsily forgot to write one before we went on air, I really just want to ask, uh, with Guardians 3 on the horizon and Gunn leaving Marvel indefinitely at this point uh, for his big promotion across town with DC, watching this... How badly are you going to miss James Gunn's presence in this franchise? Mm. In the Guardians franchise itself? Just uh, having something like this in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like this kind of detour, uh, the first Guardians movie yeah. uh, like was one of those things that kind of not only blew me away, but I feel like brought a lot of, people in like people bought into the mcu because of guardians of the galaxy in a way that they hadn't before like um not everyone went to go see ant-man you know what i mean no, but, no. like yeah this is the biggest elevation of comic characters in the you probably oh probably absolutely absolutely nothing to uh very very profitable characters yeah like uh, uh characters like like Groot sell toys to people like my mother, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Who mass had never appeal. mass appeal. Like I, I knew who Groot was, but never really cared. And I, I knew about the guardians, but never really cared too much. Like I like the nineties uh, Valentine no yeah. run and stuff like that. And Do you, you think had, that this third movie is going to be the end for all of the guardian franchise. I, I kind of just see it going on with a different lineup. I see the brand itself going on like yeah, yeah. cosmic Marvel and cosmic Marvel's always kind of been like a brand upon itself in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, there's really not as much cosmic Marvel stuff as you would think. Uh, there there's always a few, like big events and stuff, but it, yeah. 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 There's just, I wish there were more, <laughs> but they always, um, are kind of self-contained to whatever's going on on the cosmic spectrum and come to earth for the crossover stuff that happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, So I think that this is going to be the end of what we now know of as the guardians of the galaxy and the brand that we associate with the guardians of the galaxy. But I see the cosmic brand lingering on with guns departure. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I am going to miss Gunn's presence in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, there was at one point before he got fired from Guardians for a little bit, uh, where there was talk of him overseeing all of Marvel's cosmic stuff. Um, yeah. And I I don't know. Like, I had mixed feelings on that. I wouldn't want everything cosmic to be humorous, but there's a more humor in every Marvel thing, so... <laughs> Just to yeah. this extent, like, I wouldn't want to dance offs to save the universe and everything, but his focus on characters, that's good. Like, his focus on character is unlike almost anything else in the Marvel Cinematic Universe outside limited stuff like uh, Shane Black and Iron Man 3, even mm -hmm. Coogler and Wakanda Forever that's kind of the thing with gun where like yeah he's silly and goofy and there is the yeah. dance off to save the universe but also in my opinion movies like guardians 2 are the sincerest most heartfelt moments that this franchise has ever had you know? yeah they're definitely up there yondu's uh death i was gonna say passing but then it just mm. <laughs> make it sound more formal and yeah yeah yes yes well it uh, was formal. we saw the uh the we saw the colors of gondor or whatever at this <laughs> funeral. Yeah. yeah yeah but like uh yeah that and baki and caps fight at the end of winter soldier when yeah uh, when steve surrenders pretty much <laughs> yeah to win yeah 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 that's yeah, my yeah. dad but uh yeah. Yeah, I uh, I hope they find someone to take the reins of the cosmic stuff to be a good shepherd, I guess. But, uh, I mean, even if it goes into a different direction, the shoes that they have to fill are so massive and so large. Yeah, like you I mean, either do, would you even want to call the next thing Guardians for? <laughs> exactly. Do yeah, you do you, something? Do you do a pale imitation of Gun, or do you just change direction? Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's so much they can do. Like we're talking about. Uh, I want to know what was up with that well, red lizard thing that had the magic powers at the end of a garden. <laughs> I want to know what's up with that uh, sex robot planet. In uh, the yeah. Of Guardians yeah, yeah. Snow. I want to see more of that where it snows. Um, I mean, you said sex robot. I thought you were talking about Miley Cyrus's character. <laughs> No, I, I would take that too. That's a sexy I, robot, not that, uh, that is, that's a sexy robot, not a sex robot. Yes, uh, please. There's a difference. There's, there's a difference. big difference. There's a big difference. Um your penis will thank us next time you stick your dick inside of a toaster, uh shaped like Miley Cyrus. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um I you know, there's there's talk of the Nova core, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a, a big one potentially. Mm-hmm good bridge for uh earth to cosmic as well there right mm -hmm. we have adam warlock who people adore that fucking character coming um <laughs> why is that exactly because he is the ultimate marty sue character where you just send adam oh. warlock into a situation to figure out whatever you need he is the ultimate plot device because yes. uh, you can like do everything cool, uh, yeah Adam Warlock looks super cool. Like I'm a big fan. I, I am a fan of Adam Warlock. I just 
people like really i don't know maybe it's just my circle i've just encountered people who are like adam warlock is the best and i'm always like <laughs> is he he always seemed like that cheap character like mm-hmm. he's the version like when you play rock paper scissors with someone and they're like and i throw laser and it's like shut the fuck up you know what i mean like i've never uh, encountered that playing rock paper scissors uh, yeah it's the worst you're yeah, with weird kids it sounds like yeah maybe it's a long island thing <laughs> Just cheaters everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like losing Gun is is really dramatic. You know, he turns uh, shit to gold. You know, he does more than polish a turd. For me, it is kind of not a major deal in in the sense that I'm more excited to see what he does with DC since DC kind of needs the assistance there, I feel yep. more so. Yeah. Uh, just someone hopefully that they will let take the reins properly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, understands why these characters are important and how to use them um, on top of everything. Like, Gunn is, from everything I've ever heard of him talking about this stuff, he loves this stuff yeah, yeah. so much and cares about this stuff. He so likes much. the silliness of it too. So it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Need that for to handle this material kind of. And he can take the silliness and treat it sincerely, like we were saying before with Guardians 2, but almost more specifically with the Suicide Squad and yeah. what he did over there. That is just straight up nonsense characters like polka dot man has an orc in that fucking movie like a, a big one you know uh rat catcher 2 surprising core of that film like the heart and soul of of a major hollywood fucking studio movie uh he made people care about the peacemaker you know uh indeed indeed got a very good performance out of john cena as the character also yeah, and John Cena's jaw doing work, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, this holiday special was something that I went into excited for because I love James Gunn. The Guardians movies are obvious standouts in a franchise that we love so much. We love it so much. We have a podcast about it. Um, but, you know, they they are my favorite movies in this franchise. Right. And I was excited for this, but I was also approaching it kind of hesitantly because I don't care about holiday specials. Yeah. And I don't want yeah. to get that off the bat. Right. <laughs> yeah. We probably should preface with that. Like I, said, I, I, I think this is very good for what it is. It's just, I don't care about holidays. I, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We are Grinches. We are Scrooge McDucks. Um and uh and we we aren't the most festive of gentlemen. Um but there have been those moments where I don't like get the Christmas spirit or whatever, but there are holiday specials I like and they're mostly when things I care about do one. Like yeah. The Muppet Christmas Carol is something I really like and I'll watch around the holidays because it, I don't know, it fucking takes place in December and oh, it's hey, with the Muppets I, I in it. You know? I like the, uh, I like Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I like yeah, Scrooge. Yeah, there's a few subjects set on Christmas that I like, but yeah. 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 
But like every year there are those things that I ignore, like the plague, like uh, they'll be like, you know, frozen holiday special on ABC family, you know, and I'm just like, why? Who watches these? Apparently people 46 hours of the Christmas story on TBS or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which I'll catch glimpses of and just have on in the background in between falling asleep in my parents' house. You know what I mean? Um, But growing up, did you watch those Rankin Bass specials or anything like that? Are you? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't really. I I may if you, I saw a clip of what you're talking about, but yeah. The... Okay, Rankin Bass were a stop motion animation company uh, who were known for making oh, wait, holiday you specials. The, the, uh, the Yeti, all that, right? The Yeti, the Heatmiser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, please, please. Uh, um yeah like those kinds of things um i know people have like extreme fondness for rudolph the red-nosed reindeer the year without a santa claus yeah yeah Yeah. but like they never stuck with me the ones that like this is gonna sound fucking stupid the ones that like i like like the rugrats uh passover special uh I thought that was cool when I was a kid. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's amazing, dude. Do you hear uh, a baby say, let my babies go instead of let my people oh, go? It, oh, wow. fucking, it fucking rules. Yeah, instead of Jews, they're babies. It's so fucking cool. Um, and I guess, you know, I like uh, Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, right? Like the things I like, you know. Well, I, Halloween stuff is different. Uh, that's not even, I don't consider it a, a holiday. I do enjoy yeah but approaching this as like i love james gunn i love the guardians i want more of it these are movie stars and a film director who are making a television special Mm -hmm. on the cheap what the hell is this thing gonna be uh but again it's it's a um it's in like a genre or it's like a trope of something like I, I could care less about. So yeah. like approaching it, I was kind of like, I hope this is good. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah. I hope I like this. Um, well, yes. And if it's not good, then it's not going to be a big deal to me. If it's less than, yeah. Yeah. Um, when it starts off with the, what's so clearly Ralph Baxi, uh, Baxi, um, mm-hmm style animation yeah part of me was like is the whole thing gonna be this or is like 50 percent of the thing gonna be this because oh yeah yeah very uh cost saving we don't get <laughs> yeah. live action rooker on in this. <laughs> yeah yeah well they did that's the thing you know that whole intro was rotoscoped oh no i didn't know that uh, it, it was yeah and that's how uh how bakshi <clears throat> excuse me uh who who you know he made uh Fritz the Cat that was full animation uh first x-rated mm-hmm. cartoon i believe <laughs> um but he also made uh the Lord of the Rings movie that people forget exists you yeah. know was uh, Fire and Ice him Fire and Ice was him and certain uh bits from the heavy metal movie were him yeah 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 um that's how he did the Lord of the Rings like that was all rotoscoped for the most part a lot of it oh. um but that animation was funny in the beginning because it, it looked like it was like six frames per second max, right? 
like max yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um and i was like oh my god are they gonna do the entire thing in this style or are they gonna have like 50 percent of it like just be this it also made me think of the star wars special with the the bulb head cartoon yep that's the other thing that i thought that this was gonna end up doing where Mm -hmm. we were gonna have 15 minute interludes of live action and then cut to animation or a dance number or fucking whatever happens there like Cloris Leachman and Harvey Corman have a cooking show in the middle of the life day special right um <laughs> that's never going to be on Disney plus by the way right no no I uh, I, I don't believe so you don't think we're ever going to get a proper release of the Star Wars holiday special no I wouldn't surprise me if that was part of the deal also like uh, you can't re-release the uh, the theatrical accounts of Star Wars and you can't release this yeah lucas like made it like his personal mission to like try and track down every copy of that ever and like make sure it was destroyed he was so pissed at it um what's her name they all look like so coked up too uh yeah 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 like like um god what's her name carrie fisher and and, like just leaning on chewbacca (laughs) yeah at one point she just like got her head in his stomach just like yeah. yeah No one looks like they want to be there. Like, how does Harrison Ford, how is he in this fucking thing? Um, yeah, I was nervous that it was going to be that. But I was happy to see Rooker back, right? Even if it was... Uh, of course, of course. Podcast, uh, he over the podcast, really. <laughs> oh, yeah, big fan. Big fan over here at MCU Beyond Infinity Podcast of uh, Cliffhanger and Henry Porcher of a Serial Killer fame. Recently... Uh, Saw he was in Oliver Stone's JFK. Always a delight to uh, find a a Rooker performance that you forget, like, kind of fucking exists. You know what I mean? He is the king of uh, craggly-faced characters. I certainly remember him in Mulrats. I know. uh, Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. And his ass in Mulrats, right? (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Svenning was his name in that movie. The the classic uh, chocolate cover pretzel. Are you going to be watching Clerks 3, by the way? No. No? no. You're just going no, to totally... No, I, uh, I didn't watch Jay and Silent Bob reboot because I just... I think I'm good. I Because uh, you're a grown-up and you don't well, care? It's just, <laughs> I, I don't mind that he makes the movies he wants to make and everything. It's just they're not movies I want to see. And he wants to make movies with his friends, and that's fine. Good for him that he can do that and it'd be financially viable. Right now, the Kevin Smith movie, apparently, there's like another one that's out that is a collection of NFTs, like whatever that means. Uh, well, see, now I'm less on board for him getting to do what he wants. I, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The NFT thing. It's it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. We should make NFTs, though. We, we, we should. We'd be no, pretty good no, at it. it's awful because it's awful. It's not awful because we're not in on it yet on the hustle. Uh, you don't think we could like make some money doing like an Iron Sheik? Uh, oh yeah, NFT yeah, or something like that. Jesus, I, I'm sure the Iron Sheik's probably working on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that Iron Sheik has his own cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, it's got like Ayatollahs. Um. So, yeah, this thing starts off. Craglin is uh, recanting some of the Guardians' story about how Yondu ruined Christmas. And Quill, as a kid, was trying to celebrate Christmas with him. But then Yondu gets mad and, like, kind of, like, 
grinches out and fucking smashes everything and says, yeah, like, I yeah, hate for, for being sentimental and all that. It, yes. I get that Dragon, yeah, Sean Dunn is playing Rocket and everything anytime we see one of these Guardians movies. But it is a bit weird with this and the Guardians 3 trailer, how little he is in it. You think so? I feel like he's getting enough screen time. Like, I I, I feel like we were getting justice for Sean Gunn finally, right? Mm-hmm. You disagree? Well, he had some in Guardians 2, and then he gets the uh, the Mohawk, and then he's still not uh, worked out the kinks on how to work it or whatever. We learned Yeah. This. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's in the Guardians 3 trailer at all, is he? I don't know. I barely I don't remember, I don't remember either. I literally just watched it. I can't even tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um but I I'm happy to see Sean Gunn and the character of Craglin like be a part of the team at least, right? Yeah, yeah. Is Craglin a character that like you know about from comics? Like is I he, don't think he's from the comics. He is not? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, I feel like he might just be like solely no he is from the comics he is from the comics when did he debut that's 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 what i'm pulling up right now he's a funky looking blue guy he kind of looks like uh like if nightcrawler had um yeah that is david lynch's hair with gold eyes yeah 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 it's nightcrawler with david lynch's haircut uh first first appearance 1963 yeah i wonder how many appearances that's been though Oh, yeah, wait, that triple is appearances true. of Craglin. <laughs> <laughs> there's a 1963 issue, and then there's a 2019 comic. Yeah, Yondu yeah, number one. Yeah, so this is a character made up for the movies. It's- yeah, yeah, this is a character that uh, James Gunn just said, like, give me anybody, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh-huh. is fucking funny. This Yondu number one, which I had never heard of. Um, I remember seeing a- the cover sport, I think. Uh, the, 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 uh, the movie design, I think. Yeah, the cover is super cool. It's basically like Michael Rooker with a toothpick and a bunch of earrings. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, it, uh, I recall. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of into this. Um, yeah, so Craglin, made-up character for the movies. Happy to see James Gunn, especially since I feel like he kind of got burnt from the Bradley Cooper thing, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Like, like Gunn was probably on set, like, I'm going to be in this movie. And they're like, by the way, we're getting uh, Bradley Blooper to, or Bradley Cooper to do this, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's already like a favor for your brother, I would think. So that's. Yeah. Oh, Sean Gunn. Was. Yeah, he was a working actor. He was on like Gilmore Girls and shit. Oh, I was think. It? Yeah, yeah. He like, he's in shit. Like, he pops up, you know? <laughs> he's like a Ted Raimi. You know? No, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel? Okay, so they find out um, they have a thing called a multi-calendar and Christmas is uh, coming around and Nebula mentions that they have too much on their plate after buying nowhere from the collector uh, and they have to rebuild it following Thanos' attack in Infinity War. Uh, yeah, so this, yeah. this is like a big plot moving device yeah, for the MCO. Probably the biggest development in this special. <laughs> yes. Um, How do you feel about all this? I think it's okay. I uh I think it's odd that the character's still alive, but other than that, uh yeah, I don't know. I uh I hope Cosmo winds up running the whole thing when everything's said and done. 
I hope Cosmo runs winds up running the show or Nebula becomes yeah. like the oh, mayor. That would make sense too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I'm happy that Space Nicio del Toro is still around, just in case <laughs> like that actor feels like coming back. Uh having yeah, Space yeah. Nicio del Toro in a cape looking like David Bowie. Well, I would imagine movie. that if he is ever going to come back, they'll want him and uh, the uh the Grandmaster to interact because that would Oh yeah, they're brothers in the comics. Yeah, yeah, there's like seven of the, the fucking things. Uh. Yeah, um, the idea that the guardians are now grown up and have a real job, and they're like doing they're yeah, yeah, no, no, they're doing like admin work. You know, yeah. they're like administrators over this society. Um, this kind this of full society circle. made up of aliens that we've seen before in other Guardians movies. Getting yes, a yes. second outing with a lot of these makeups, which I'm kind of fine with since totally we're like blinking, you miss it. But it's cool because like this special had movie quality sets because it was so obviously filmed on off days while they were doing <laughs> Guardians Three. Yeah, and they were capable of having. A lot of prosthetics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of gleep glops, glopping around and gleeping around. A lot of beep bops, beeping around and booping around. Oh, yeah. um, so you're saying this is basically uh, James Gunn's Pearl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is James Gunn's Pearl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This exactly, exactly. Uh, where he like secretly made a movie while they were shooting another movie. They're like, well, this one takes place during the day, so we'll do one at night, you know, or something like that. <laughs> You know, there was a third of these Pearl movies, right? That was filmed yeah, also. Maxine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I, uh, I quite, I like Edge well enough. Pearl, I like immensely. It is maybe my favorite of the year. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's got maybe my favorite performance yeah. of the year. Yeah, yeah. There's a like, monologue in it that, uh made me like the movie a lot more where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah this is an okay movie and I like yeah and then uh, that monologue happened it's like oh no this is a great movie <laughs> yeah yeah there's like 10 minutes of of an actor just staring at a camera like pouring their guts out and you're like oh my god this is uh, uh, yeah kind of elevated whole, uh, yeah definitely worth watching even if you didn't like x uh and even if you've had x spoiled it, it almost works better if you just yeah. have X spoiled and I you watch it. Even as working particularly well as one being the, the sequel to the other, it's no. kind of, it's, its own it's its own thing. You know what though? Like I, I am planning on rewatching X soon because I remember I saw it in theaters and I remember so little of it. Like the whole crocodile thing that happens in Pearl. I was like, Oh yeah, that did happen in X. I forgot about the crocodile. <laughs> yeah. Um but one of the things I remember liking about X was like in the background, there's this like evangelical uh, pastor on the radio and on the TV and shit mm-hmm. like that. Um, who's like this Bible thumping, anti-pornography, anti-deviant shit and thinking, oh, that would be cool if like he becomes a thing. Because one of the things Ty West did so well in The Revenant was having that like Jim Jones style character like that. And, yeah. um, and I... I not the Revenant, fuck. Um, the Sacrament. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Yeah, very different from the Revenant. Sorry, <laughs> the Revenant was the fucking Leo Dio and the Bear fucking <laughs> movie. Um, yeah, yeah, no, the Sacrament, a movie I really like, and I'm not like a found footage guy, 
right? Like, I, yeah, I, I thought that movie worked really fucking well, and it genuinely like that's one that I didn't much because I'm read enough about Jonestown. I didn't know if there was much point. You've told me that it is worth checking out regardless, but yeah, it's good. Um, and the whole thing is like, um, in they're in disguise of being like a vice magazine expose where like one of their siblings like goes to this cult and they're like we're gonna do an article about this cult that my sister went to you know and i just thought it all worked really gave them like a reason for having a camera that's like one of my problems with these found footage movies (laughs) like why would someone hold a camera for this fucking log you know like you would put this thing down like but if you I, were, like, uh, I don't being... usually have that problem with found footage movies. I uh, I just think it's a stupid movie, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, yeah. It doesn't bother me so much. I like like Frankenstein's army. It makes no sense for, uh, yeah. Frank- Frankenstein's army slaps very very yeah. hard. Just give me a bunch of monsters with that one. Nazi themed monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, oh, what were those Spanish ones, Travis? Um, oh, uh, wreck. Yeah, those were fucking cool. Those were fucking cool. I like those. Um, but yeah, no, the Sacrament with Ty West, he did the religious fanaticism like so well in that. And um, I was like, okay, this is a strong point for this guy. Mm-hmm. So seeing that character in the background throughout X, I'm like, be something, be something, be something. And then in the post credits, they're like, that's Maxine's dad. And I'm assuming that this next one is going to be like Maxine, the porn star on the run from these evangelical Christians and count me in, like sign me up. I, I am totally game. That sounds like it has potential. Sounds like it has fucking potential. Um, One of the things James Gunn is most known for in uh, all of his movies, particularly the Guardians of the Galaxy films, are the soundtracks and the diegetic music and the way what the characters are listening to bleeds into what's going on on screen. And I mean, like when Guardians came out in 2014, that was a summer where I had I got married and had like a wedding and listened to Come and Get Your Love like a lot that summer you know what i mean and uh you know guardian soundtracks are big for me I, whenever they come out i'm excited about them same thing like edgar wright when he has a movie yeah, same yeah. Kind of shit. um peter quill on nowhere gets approached by this alien band here um and they're doing research on christmas and they wrote a song about it and they end up performing it and kind of miscategorizing everything about Christmas. To yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the uh, misinformation, the telephone game. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Where, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Why put this as a laser? Well, you're like, just whispering in a circle to each person and uh, the story gets more and more confused as it goes along. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a real band uh, from Dallas called the old 97s i've never listened to this band but apparently they're like one of james gunn's like favorites they're in uh they had a song for the movie slither you know um yeah so gun got his buddies basically in this movie how do you feel about the music in the guardians of the galaxy holiday special travis 
Uh, I already know the answer to this. Yeah, so. yeah, it's not for me. It's not for me. I uh, okay. I also think it's how they got Kevin Bacon to sign up for this, probably. Because <laughs> Kevin Bacon is like famous for like saying, uh, "I'm actually also a bass player in a rock and roll band" or something. Like yeah, that. you know, I just assume because of how much time is dedicated to him singing a song later that it was one of his conditions. I thought. No, 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 Kevin Bacon. Uh, Actually, yes, he has a band called the Bacon Brothers with his brother, Michael. The duo has released six albums. Mm. Kevin Bacon also sings in a variety of other media. And he serenades his goats on Instagram. This is on his Wikipedia. What? <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't include one of the goats in this whole. Uh... <laughs> well, the, the old 97 guys kind of look like goats. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And he sings with the band, the old 97s and his role as himself in the guardians of the galaxy holiday special. This is a hundred percent. One of the reasons why he signed up for this, that and money, you know what I mean? Of course. Um, that and to make, uh, the six degrees or whatever. So easy. So easy. So easy. Cause now it's like, you know, Kevin Bacon was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you could also be like, and Vin Diesel's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that you gets know, you to pretty much your name one. Yeah, it gets you to pretty much anywhere in Hollywood. You know, that's Helen Mirren, Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon. Like, well, that, two, and then you have like just like, random, uh, like foreign film actors pop up in the MCU too. So it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's very true. And like Glenn Close is in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. <laughs> Right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there are some good songs in here, man. There's the uh, there? Fairy Tale no. of New York. Well, Fairy uh, yeah, Tale yeah. of New York uh, by the Pogues, right? Uh, I like that song. Um, kind of sad uh, song. Shane McGowan, like kind of famous alcoholic uh, mm-hmm. folk rocker. Um, real bummer of a song. It's about like a drunk in jail on Christmas or something along those lines. Uh, Pogues are like not as big in the United States as they are like over in the UK. But yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. I I don't remember that particular song. I didn't look at the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. remember the the Smashing Pumpkins song later on. But mm-hmm. uh, Hey No Rocks, right? That's one of those bands that uh, Hanoi rocks. Hanoi Rocks uh, is that yeah, Hot Point and Peacemaker the TV yep. show. Yeah, they have a song in here. What was the name of that uh the band? the 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 group of um oh my god they had like a name for it yeah, there's something speaker. kids right uh the, the 11th street kids something was, like that yeah 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 so you know he got some of them in there um and then there's bands like fountains of wayne who i'm not really a big fan <laughs> of uh julian casablanca covers that song from saturday night live um that i wish it was christmas today song that Julian Casablanca is from The Strokes, a band mm-hmm. that was massive when we were in high school, uh, like biggest band in the world for a minute or two, which was really weird. And they just yeah, basically yeah. were like fake Velvet Underground. Um, yeah, yeah. I was not a fan of uh, that period of time where there were uh, bands that reminded me of older bands that yes. more blatantly than I would like, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, we could yeah, just I like, went back and checked out some of the ones that I thought were kind of in that mix and i like some of them now yeah <laughs> was it the hives no no uh, i'm gonna say the yeah yeah yes you got mixed in there somehow or another like that band i, I like do that too band. i do too yeah yeah uh, 
Caramel was uh my my wedding song. Oh uh, really? Yeah, the uh, nice. the moon song from her. Do you know mm. that song? No, no, I don't. I'll have to check it out. Huh? Yeah, it's a, a slow, sweet song about a a man loving his robot. Uh, well, that's sweet. <laughs> Who doesn't yeah. love a robot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even a robot. It's an artificial intelligence system. But I mean, real uh, technical here. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would let Scarlett Johansson like ASMR me to to climax if I. Yeah, that is a good movie. Her. Uh, great, great little movie. I want Spike Jones to make a new movie so bad because it has it been since her. Was that Spike Jones's last feature length film? I'm not sure. Uh. Right. Because like you can't count the jackass movies, like even though he <laughs> you, you can. But like, you know, yeah, they're not like a narrative picture i guess yeah and he's not like the director director it's all that guy jeff but um <laughs> yeah dude his credits are so fucking funny it's being john malkovich mm-hmm. jackass the movie adaptation jackass number two jackass 2.5 schenectady <laughs> new york where the wild things are jackass 3d her jackass bad grandpa jackass forever wow yeah yeah is Spike Jones our greatest living filmmaker? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so wild. That guy invented like what I thought cool was as a kid, um, and is like directly responsible for like the aesthetic. Like, like Travis, like I'm wearing this tracksuit right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Spike Jones directed all those Beastie Boys videos, like growing up. You oh, know what I, I mean? Yeah. And like shit like that. You know, and like like sabotage and shit. Like, um. And and the old Big Brother skateboarding and girl skateboarding videos and shit like him, uh, Jonathan Glazier, who directed like Karma Police and Virtual Insanity, the Jamiroquai yeah, yeah, video. Yeah. Oh, I love that fucking band. Um, you know, and he grew up to make uh, God that movie we like with ScarJo, where she gets naked and she's the alien. <laughs> Under the skin. Under, Under the, the skin. skin. Yeah. yeah, that's a killer fucking movie, man. Um, that I feel like it tests a lot of people's patience. Cause I could have seen people going to see that because that was the movie where like ScarJo got real. Well, of course. And it makes you pay for that. If that's your reason for going, if, if you're not like, yeah, yeah. It it is a very odd film. I I dig it. I dig it too. My, uh, my wife at the time when we saw that in theaters got so upset that she like cried and was like, I'm walking out, like I'm leaving. And Is it because all the ugly people? Uh no, it was when like the kid gets killed, like the baby. Oh yeah, yeah, beat. yeah. And, and she just Yeah, spoilers. And yeah. she's like, they killed a baby in this movie. Um, I'm not digging this. I I want to go. And I was like, See, stuff like that is why I um, I don't really recommend movies much because I sometimes forget something like that is in one that I'm mm-hmm. and I'm desensitized, so I it may not even register. Dude, a couple <laughs> years ago, I fucking brought over some movies to watch for like Halloween to a girl who I was dating's house, and <laughs> I brought over The Mist and um. <laughs> And I was like talking it up, like this is a good one, like this is like one of the good Stephen King adaptations. And oh man, yeah, yeah. does the end fucking sting! And then when the end happens, she's just like in tears, like in the fetal position, like I'm never gonna forgive you. You're not getting laid today. 
you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you can rewind the tape. It's just like funny games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just rewind it. Like, <laughs> see, they're all fine. They're all gonna find help now. Yeah. Huh? Um. Yeah, I'll never forget that. That's one of the reasons why sometimes I have to like really think before bringing something to normal people. Sometimes, yeah, you know? yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and sometimes I like film for very different reasons why other people like film. Like I'm not always looking to just be entertained. I'm looking for I don't, I don't something stupid. headier. I guess. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. headier. Yeah, enlightenment. <laughs> I want to see God. <laughs> uh, so another big bomb here, right? Mantis is talking to our friend uh, Drax the Destroyer about how she wants to do something for Quill for Christmas because she's secretly Ego's child, therefore Quill's half sister. sister. Yeah, half sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like uh, this. I assume that this is something that I must have talked about with someone at some point with these movies could have been me could have been me yeah yeah but i don't no you didn't even register but it seems obvious now (laughs) and it's i think it's a good thing that they left it out of guardians of the galaxy too because there was already so much going on in that movie yeah 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 you know like you have the yondu bombs you have the quill bombs like Mm -hmm. you have all of this uh really heavy uh emotional weight family stuff and yeah yeah, yeah and now we have more stakes because Quill isn't alone in this galaxy. Like mm-hmm. he has his adopted family still with the guardians, but he also has actual blood family with uh Mantis. Yeah. So did you think he was going to kiss her at one point? And go like Star Wars style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does like weird bug people. It's like kind of his thing. Yeah. So. It is established that mm-hmm. yeah, those antenna would not stop him. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, they wouldn't stop me either. I think Palm Clement no, is really, no. really, yeah. And and I think we're both on record as like, I got to think for Nebula like pretty hard. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I have a type, and it's very much the mean lady, and I am so <laughs> into you know. I love like really mean bossy people, and Nebula really does it for me. Um, but I like this Mantis reveal, and I think it's. Kind of nice table setting for where we'll be in Guardians 3 between yeah, them yeah. being the admins on Nowhere and Mantis and Quill and having a little bit more emotional weight. They also address Gamora not being there without actually explaining why she's not there or what's going on there at all. Yeah, where where is what is Nebula doing all by herself? Oh, I mean uh, Gamora, rather. Yeah, yeah. Or Gamora, yeah, yeah, yeah Gamora. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's been a question since the end of Endgame. Did she get snapped away with everyone else? Because that seems wrong. But I really thought like like in um in Wrath of Khan, spoilers, Spock dies, right? <laughs> uh but before Spock dies, like Vulcans like put their life force in someone else and you have to bring it to like some mountain on Vulcan and all this stuff so like Spock like grabbed McCoy's face and was like remember and like you know went into his face right <laughs> yeah. um and even in the new J.J. Abrams Star Treks like Spock was like here let me tell you how we beat Khan that one time and like you know put all of his memories into new Spock having Mantis there 
you could oh. just be like, hey, Gamora, come here. <laughs> like Especially memories back. Her having enhanced telepathy at this point. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's not just sleepy time Gamora. <laughs> not Gamora, but like uh, Mantis. Right? Yeah, she's not just bringing people to sleep. She's like implanting memories in people and Jedi you know, mind tricking people. Jedi mind tricking people. Not yeah. the only telepath in this. Uh, no. I guess with Cosmo the Space Dog. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, now a. Seemingly a member of the team. Yeah, full-on actual character. We've seen Cosmo the Space Dog first pop up in the original Guardians of the Galaxy, right? In the Collector's Vault? Yes, yes. And then at the end of the movie, he or she rather escapes. And then in Guardians 2, we see her having a cocktail with uh, Howard the Duck, Mr. Howard the Duck. Uh, I didn't remember that bit. I remember Howard, but I didn't remember that it was Cosmo with him. Yeah, I think Cosmo, I mean, it's a fucking dog with a space yeah, like, yeah, uh, based on, on yeah. A, a Russian space dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, the Russian space dog, a rather sad story um, of a Soviet space dog who was the first animal in space and the first one to orbit Earth, uh, yeah. a stray dog that they found on the streets of Moscow that they put aboard the Sputnik 2, um, which was actually the third spacecraft oh no it's the second spacecraft launched into earth's orbit wow in the fucking world you know mm-hmm. the united states uh so they put a dog inside of this thing and the dog basically died instantly it fucking overheated and got blown up it's a very sad story so cosmo the space dog uh kind of new character for me in the comics right cosmo's only been around since around annihilation Around Annihilation, yeah, 2008. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just kind of, not the start of the cosmic universe, but the start of people caring a bit more about the cosmic end of the Marvel Universe. Well, it was a real, like, rebrand. Like, you yeah, had uh, yeah. 90s Silver, Silver Surfer. Surfer. Yeah. The Infinity Gauntlet had cosmic stuff in it, and the Infinity Watch and all that, but... And you had, um... You had that uh, Jim Valentino 90s run on Guardians of the Galaxy. That sold pretty well. You know what I mean? Like, he was one of the biggest. I didn't know that sold well at all. It did, yeah. I mean, that's how Valentino, that was, like, his book. Like, when he went over to Image, like, he was one of the founding fathers of fucking Image Comics. And, like, the thing he was really known for was was Guardians, you know? Uh, I think it sold well because it had, like, fucking Adam Warlock in it and shit. But, you know. um, Uh yeah, but in the comics, Cosmo is the head of security for Nowhere. And it's a telekinetic talking Soviet space dog. And yeah, yeah, well, I mean, at one point, he's, it's completely running Nowhere. It's his base. Yeah, yeah. Um, now portrayed, uh, it seems like it's a fucking actual dog. It's not a CGI thing. It's a I dog wondered dog. about that, too. It's very good CGI if it's not uh, a real dog, but... Uh, when we when we did uh, an episode, Russian, well, she's actually Bulgarian. Oh, oh you mean is the dog Russian? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I, I am demanding that level of uh, accuracy. Yeah, if it's Russian, it should slow down a little bit. No need to rush. Um, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but yeah, we have a Bulgarian actress, Maria Bakalova, a name I love to say out loud. Um, who had her huge 
breakout role in the 2020 Borat sequel, uh, where she was actually nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. Um, famously was able to catfish Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was that girl. That's uh, amazing. It is that girl. It is yeah. the same girl who said, but I'm 16. And he said, a little drink never hurt nobody. Um Boy. And they got it on video. Uh, what does it take to like have your career ruined again now? It's like nothing for Giuliani, apparently. That guy, yeah. I, I have no idea what it takes. Cancel culture has gone mad, dude. It's fucking crazy. Fucking uh, Giuliani. Remember when Rudy Giuliani like said, uh, I'm holding a press conference at the Four Seasons in Philadelphia, <laughs> and they fucking booked like Four Seasons landscaping ahead. Yeah, yeah. dude. Fantastic. Uh, that's a fucking Arrested Development sketch. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's it's fucking. It is. Cr- it is. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. I'm and like, guy. Yeah, and like you. Cue the don't 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 like the Larry David music starts yeah. playing. Like it's unreal the shit that happened like a Never couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it was out of control. Um what did you think of Maria Bakalova here, Travis? I uh I just like it. They're a telepathic dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm not too big. I, I do think she has the uh, accent, so that's what I wanted from it. Uh cool. I haven't seen Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Have you? I I have. I did not like it. I, yeah. I yeah. I think I didn't like it because I'm old and uh, that's what it that's, feels it's, like. that's a very young uh, people movie. It remind me of Spring Breakers a little bit, but not uh, not our generation. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Just if you like teen drama, then you might dig it. Uh, yeah, when I hear. Um, friend of the podcast uh david zavala uh yeah it's a very david movie i uh, figured dude, the like music it. that guy listens to man like he shared his uh spotify wrapped with me and i'm like i don't believe that any of this is real like it's like <laughs> his number one genre was like escape room and i'm like what the fuck does that mean you know what i mean mine is like hip-hop rap alternative rap hardcore punk and i'm like yep sounds sounds That's right. accurate. those are all the genres yeah <laughs> those are all the genres yep and then classical is like number five because i listen to so many like film scores yeah uh, yeah yeah i can see that yeah, yeah. my number one, good old days yeah 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 my number one uh streamed artist is actually the guy who did the score for he's doing andor right now and and oh, yeah. moonlight and uh because because i'm doing all these illustrations for the comics and shit that we're working on and um fucking i listened to the succession score like on loop basically so like my number one was uh just some random guy um (laughs) my number one song dethroned whitney houston's i want to dance with somebody for the first time in seven years has been dethroned uh by gloria by laura brannigan (laughs) and i was fucking like what a weird year for for Laura Brannigan's Gloria to be uh, my number one most listened is to. Is Whitney song. Houston number two then? Or? Whitney Houston is number two. Oh, yeah, okay. and you number three is falling several places. Hmm? No, no, no. Her fall from grace never. She never fell from grace in my home. <laughs> I, I remember Whitney every day. Um, yeah, I was happy with with Cosmo here, even though we didn't get a lot of her. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I'm excited for more 
of that in the future. Like just the fact that like Cosmo, the space dog is in a major production is pretty fucking cool in my book, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, they want to give Peter an unforgettable Christmas present and Drax suggests um, Quill's hero, Kevin Bacon would be the perfect option. So they take their new spaceship. Is this a brand new spaceship? I believe so. I believe so. The Bowie. The uh, Bowie. It, it yeah. looks like uh, Prince Exor uh, from Shadow of the Empire ship. It does look like that. Yeah. You know, today is the 30th anniversary of Shadows of the Empire. I did not. I did not. Yeah, some like random Star Wars uh, group that I follow on Instagram posted something about it being the anniversary of uh, Shadows of the Empire. Um, I could go for another one of those, but just like, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, that level of effort to make something that was uh, a multimedia uh, outing for everything. Oh my god, yeah, I was buying the comic, I was playing the video game, I had the toys, making a toy, uh, making toys for comic books and novels and video games all at the same time, and it's uh-huh. not even going to get a movie. <laughs> Yeah. Right, it's canon now. It's, yeah, yeah. Really into Dash Rendar or whatever his <laughs> name was. <laughs> right? Wasn't that That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool name, though. Dash Rendar, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, why don't we just call him Poochie? You know what I mean? That's kind of like what that name felt like. Uh, they had a guy named Dash they've been thinking about probably for a real long time. Um, what'd you think of the Bowie? You like the design of the ship? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. It's big. It is. It's like really big compared to what were the other ones? The Benatar and the Milano, right? That's They're right. all That's yeah. And this one's named after Mister Mister David Bowie, <laughs> Saint David Bowie. Uh huh. When they're freaking out, if you saw this ship, the way these civilians. <laughs> all right, so they these, land these in. They, they land aliens plenty at this point, but that's what I was about to say. They land in Los Angeles, and Mantis and Drax. Uh, you know, they're walking around and you see people looking at them kind of funny and stuff like that. But like people are not very freaked out by this at this point. And when we had to watch that God awful movie Eternals for the podcast, <laughs> uh, we mentioned at the end about the giant fucking robot God that appeared out of the sky and like grabbed fucking yeah. Kit Harrington. And like, people were just looking at it and like, what kind of world do people have to be this desensitized to giant robot space gods uh, where they're not that freaked out because they had like purple alien guy half snap half of the world out of existence a couple of years ago? You know what I mean? Um, I, I Would I be freaked out? Yes. Uh, but in the MCU, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this whole thing is kind of... Uh... A Mantis and Drax one shot, kind of. It's great. Yeah. It's a little spinoff for just them. And their uh, rapport starting with Guardians 2 was, has been a standout in the Marvel Cinematic Universe the way, you know, like Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie have good back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're one of those. Uh, Where they play off each other well. Really well really well because they both just don't get it you know what i mean like they, they're they both in are different ways, yes. in yes. different ways yeah they're both totally oblivious and also the one being like the super empath versus the emotionless monster you know um and then she does get to stand up for herself some in this uh hell yeah she does yeah i love batista man who would have thought 
I like it to be a real accurate. I, I like that. I like it too, man. Um, Especially more so now after Black Adam. Yeah, which is incredible. Which yeah. is incredible. Everything I've ever seen with Batista, he seems like so humbled by every opportunity that he's had in Hollywood. Where, um, you know, when Dune came out, there was a lot of, uh, you know, Batista went to Cannes and Batista's at the Venice Film Festival and he's being yeah. interviewed with like Stellan Skarsgård and, you know, real filmmakers and real composers and real fucking prestigious actors and stuff. Granted, he's in like a big sci fi romp, you know, Dune at the end of the day, we can't say is like, the most highbrow thing, but they treated no. it like it was. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? it, it's uh, yeah, it's good, it's good. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was made with like actual care, the way like Blade Runner twenty ninety nine or something, you know. Yeah, uh, twenty ninety nine, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With with uh, Miles Morales yes. or whatever, uh, Miguel O'Hara. Uh, Miguel O'Hara, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do do, do uh, Spider Man Dream of Electric Sheep? Yes. Um, <laughs> Um, imagine Peter David wrote the next Blade Runner, but um, <laughs> but uh, you know, you see him at these these press junkets, and he's always kind of taken back and says, you know, I'm just kind of amazed that I'm around a bunch of real actors. Yeah, I don't feel like a real actor, you know, and I want to be, and I, and the amount of work I actually have to put in here is a lot, and I'm putting in the work, and and I hope people recognize me for like putting in the work, not just being like the big muscly guy, which he very obviously just could be, you know. He has a lot of muscles. That is the requirement for being the big muscle guy. He does. He shared a picture on Instagram today of like him getting a pump on in between uh, takes on Guardians 3. And he's got the full Drax makeup on. And he has to stay so big. He's just like juicing, like, you know, like getting his pump on. And I was like, that's got to be so crazy just to be in that makeup. And like, you know, you're stuck in it once you're in it probably all fucking day. But you have to be swole as fuck in every single fucking take. You know what I mean? Um, what do you think of this bit where they're walking around outside the, the fucking Chinese theater and they have all the cosplayers, including some GoBots? I was going to say that's actually probably the biggest piece of lore. I know we said it was the Guardians only nowhere, but no, GoBots being canon to the MCU now. Yes. They actually yeah. exist somewhere. We're probably never going to see them because Marvel is actually own the rights to them, but it's... Yeah, and GoBots suck. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> there's that they, little detail as well, but yeah. You think the GoBot fan base is going to come at us now? Uh, All two no, of them? are busy complaining about the Transformers CGI. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess like GoBots killed his cousin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something very silly. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, say, I view all of this as like lesser canon. <laughs> it's all very silly. Uh of course. Um yeah, I liked this bit quite a bit. And uh I like them just making all this money and then going to a gay club, basically. I I have that in my notes as well. I assume it was. Like they don't actually show anyone kissing or anything like that. Just but some guy goes up to Batista there. and is like, Hey Haas, yeah. how about a dance? <laughs> Indeed, it offers to buy him a drink or something, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The way Mantis laps up the drinks with her tongue is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. and and breathes fire is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> um, I've always been so people who like want to meet celebrities in real life, right? 
I, I don't have, I, I, I don't know. I don't have that like desire. You know yeah. what I mean? I, it's always like freaks me out. Um, I've, I'm from New York. I bumped into famous people, whatever. Yeah. Home will break. But, um, like the maps to the star thing. Yeah, yeah. Queen Latifah's on there, and uh, I forget who else, but yeah. John Cena and Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that's from the other one that I didn't recognize. Yeah. Yeah, they were both on there, both in the Suicide Squad, which is pretty funny. Arnie, that was the other one, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that has always freaked me out. Um, Going have you ever seen people's homes? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, just like being like, oh, look, a famous person's. 100 feet away from me probably just watching netflix or something like that you know um you ever seen david cronenberg's map to the stars uh yes yes weird little movie dude <laughs> yeah weird yeah I didn't, mind it. I didn't mind it yeah i like that actress who i thought was going to be huge um she was in that guillermo del toro ghost movie with loki um Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was the other one in uh, uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, right? She yeah, was the Jim other Morgan. one in Hansel. Yeah, and yes. and I, I, I was like really excited for that actress, but I, I barely see her anymore. She was real like ghostly kind of looking, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Kevin Bacon's chilling and watching... Um, Santa Claus on versus the Martians, right? Is that the movie that he's watching? I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he's watching. A very terrible movie uh, that kind of has the same plot to this movie where like some aliens like find out about the lore of Santa Claus and like or find out about some earth lore and like oh, go right. and like, yeah, yeah. And, and capture them. Galaxy Quest kind of has the same plot of this movie, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they break into uh, Kevin Bacon's house. Well, Bacon there is called- one funny bit that I... Uh, oh, yeah. Probably the best bit for me personally, uh, uh, where Mantis is asking Drax if he can throw her over the fence. If he thinks it's possible for him to do so, and then no. she even finish the sentence, he's already tossed her. I enjoy yeah, that. Yeah. that sort of silly uh, physical comedy. I like that bit. I like the bits where they both pick up a uh, lawn ornament and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. and his is like a little man. I, I will say that apparently they can both jump super high, so there was really no need to throw it. Uh, Mantis can jump like an insect, yes. and it's awesome looking. Like Bacon calls the police, and there is this little like police chase where they like gotta capture Kevin Bacon and evade the cops, and. Uh, Drax like throws police cars at one point, which would have killed a lot of people. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, and Mantis is like leaping, like nightmare fuel style, like over people's hedges and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. she's much more agile in this than she used to be. She has some martial arts and just makes people go to sleep. And I assume she's just been training with Nebula, or they want to have her more comic accurate. Because well, the maybe greater Mantis has complained about how the character is in name only. It is true. A lot of the Guardians are kind of in name only. I mean, yeah, I as mean, much the as comics track... work to try to make them more like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say there's like two Yondus. <laughs> yeah, there's there's future Yondu and the Yondu in the Marvel cinematic in the yeah, Marvel yeah. comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> Nebula is the one who's like kind of the most accurate. Nebula and Gamora, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nebula is like surprisingly the lead character in Infinity Gauntlet, right? Isn't she kind of like the main character? Kind of, one? yeah, yeah. I mean, she has a very important role. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets the gauntlet at one point, I believe. She does. She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Mantis uses her powers to put Kevin Bacon into a trance and convince them to go with them. And, uh, before departing on the Bowie, they, uh, rob a Christmas ornament store, right? Yes, they do. You gotta get decked out. Uh, yeah. The Mantis and Drax with Mr. Kevin Bacon, on the ship where they find out that he is not an actual hero and he's an actor and all these Hollywood actors saying, Oh my God, actors are the worst. Um, did that work for you? Cause no, it was, no, it didn't work for me either. Yeah. 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 The one, there is one bit towards the end where Nebula is like, well, I guess all actors aren't total fucking assholes that, yeah, yeah. did work but it's only because it was nebula um kevin bacon did he work for you travis uh not particularly it's fine it's yeah fine. Uh, how you feel about mr bacon in general uh he's fine he's fine yeah he's in my precious hollow man uh <laughs> yeah yeah uh, he's been in a lot of things so i hear no tremors he is, yes, yes. Yeah, he was in Tremors, the a movie yes, that they. Took, uh, what all he's been in that I actually remember really liking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's been in a lot, so much stuff though. So much stuff over the years. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen Footloose. Uh, is I that crazy? Uh, I've seen bits and pieces, but yeah, not not the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Grease like was I the one that I was subjected to a lot growing up as far as like music uh mm-hmm. stuff like that well grease is the word i've heard um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah so they're both disgusted believing that actors are horrible and thinking that peter quill's perception of uh kevin bacon is warped and and that quill is not of sound uh body and mind um and mantis uses her powers to get Kevin Bacon to act like an actual hero so Quill won't be completely disappointed. That's the bit that kind of I didn't think worked very well, where he's like, hey mate, I'm gonna oh, go. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, that's a bit I didn't really like. Um, I hero. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so here's the uh the heartwarming Christmas oh, shit. They named Bruce Wayne. I also Oh yeah. 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 yeah, he does like a Batman impersonation. He does. He does yeah. like a non-Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think Kevin Bacon was ever in like talk? Yeah. Yeah. You... Is there a Wizard magazine somewhere that reported this? <laughs> I don't. Not that I know of. But yeah, yeah, it would surprise me. I'm sure that he's fucking read for all sorts of things that we'll never know. I was thumbing through a wizard earlier on in the week. Um, Some of those fantastic things here are fucking brutal. Some of them are brutal, and a lot of the uh, whatever that because every issue had the like you know, to small and silver screen, you know, shit mm-hmm. like that. I forget what they call the uh, 
what they call the the editorial right but they they had it every month and the one i was reading was all about time cop and before we went on air we were talking about gcbd a little bit and i always forget like time cop is a comic book movie um i didn't know that uh, that's the only yeah. movie i ever snuck into not willingly though i uh, <laughs> I was about to say I the to one movie. movie with my cousin and i didn't realize that they always sneak into a second movie so mm-hmm. i uh i did not have a ride i was very young so you were stuck seeing time cop yeah yeah uh, that was the only time you did that the double theater dump yeah wow Wow, I've was, done that I was so a many very times. law-abiding uh, citizen in my youth. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, uh, at a certain point, I decided that crime, it was time for crime. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There always is time for crime. You yeah. know, we should we should let that be known. Um, everything has a time That's and place. time cops, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why they have time cops, to Go back in time and bust people from, or imagine. Into movies uh, when they shouldn't, yeah. Oh my God. Imagine somewhere in the future, like they find out, like you find out that you did that and they send you back looper style and, and they get you, they're like, don't do it, Travis. Don't sneak into time cop. And your whole life is different. And it's like butterfly effect. Full on butterfly effect. We never met. You know what I mean? You don't even like comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that would happen. Uh, yeah. I remember the money shot for the time tra- cop uh, trailer being, you know, the GCVD split, like how we always did the split. Yeah. It was like him and his tidy whities like in a kitchen. And it was just like his, like his, his dick basically like floating between like two kitchen cabinets. Um, I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like seared into my brain. Yeah. It's, it's seared into my brain. Um. So the heartwarming Christmas shit here, right? Um, With the help of all the other inhabitants of nowhere, the Guardians decorate this place for a Christmas party. And it totally amazes Quill, right? And he has the, oh my God, I can't believe it's Christmas. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins song is playing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know they had a Christmas song. Uh, Neither did I. It's it's fucking weird, right? Um, Yeah, yeah, I mean. I mean, Billy Corgan doesn't seem like a big Christmas guy. I'm mistaken, apparently. But Apparently, yeah. It's a part of a thing called A Very Special Christmas, Volume 3. Um, a series of Christmas-themed compilation albums pro- uh, produced to benefit the Special Olympics. Um, this one, we were joking, it has, like, the most 90s fucking lineup. It's Sting... The Pumpkins, Natalie Merchant, No Doubt, Cheryl Crow, Blue Traveler, and Yahudi and the Blowfish. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, that is wild. I can't uh, believe Hootie and the Blowfish. Like this guy is like really famous now for like for country like, country music. music. Yeah. yeah, like what the fuck, right? Like who cares about <laughs> Hootie? Yeah, I think it was by his real name now, uh, but yeah. Yeah, Darius Rucker. I'm on his on his uh, his oh, yeah. Wikipedia right now. Good for him to have a second outing that far down the line. Oh, 100. percent I mean, yeah. like Hootie uh, and the Blowfish. Not my remember music, but fucking good for him. You remember like buying blank cassette tapes to like record things? Radio. 
Yeah, yeah. I I had bought Hootie and the Blowfish tapes once because they were cheaper than <laughs> actual cassette tapes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I put a piece of toilet paper in the, the hole on the cassette tape to record over it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, rewind it with your pencil, you mm. know what I mean? Because, like, a pencil fit, like, perfectly in there. You could, like, kind of... Yeah. yeah um yeah that's like my my memory of fucking uh of hootie and the blowfish as a kid um yeah so quill becomes horrified when he finds out uh his big present is kevin bacon who's been wrapped up in a box by uh by mantis and drax and immediately tells mantis to take kevin bacon out of his trance because he seems like so into it um, and Bacon gets totally freaked out. There is a bit here where they're like, go get Kevin Bacon and uh, Nebula, again, an MVP of this fucking thing where she's like, I'm going to get you Bacon. Like that, that yeah. made me giggle pretty, pretty hard. They don't yeah. actually show us a chasing or anything with them catching him or whatever, but yeah, it's yeah. I'm surprised Nebula didn't blow a hole through this fucking guy. <laughs> Um, what's his name? What's uh, Craglin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craglin brings uh, bacon onto the ship, and they're about to go home to Earth. And Craglin basically is like, you know, we just wanted to give him a good Christmas. He means so much to you. I mean, you mean so much to him. Like, you saved a town once by dancing like a fool. Quill saved the Guardian uh, Galaxy. You know that he's yeah. been guarding. Uh, I keep fucking these words up. Uh, it's right, it's right. like a, yeah. And uh, and then Kevin Bacon's heart grows uh, three sizes that day. And he decides to to stay on nowhere for a while and performs a song with uh, with the alien band, the Goatman. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. Maybe that's him serenading his own goats. You know, I'm surprised they didn't bring the goats into this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and while the song is going on, uh, Quill asks Mantis why she would go to such lengths to make him so happy. And she tells him, you know, the story about Yondu that uh, Sean Gunn was telling him. And he's like, ah, he didn't tell you the end of that story. The end of that story, I bought him a baby Yoda, and he was really excited. <laughs> yeah, a little, little trinket for his dashboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so Yondu isn't quite the monster we thought him. No, no, we also get like a, a gift montage of various things. And the bit where Nebula gives the rocket uh, the Winter Soldier's arm made me yeah. wonder if this is going to be just like all a dream that Star yeah. was having. Uh, yeah. Curious to see if they address that at all in the future. But <laughs> Yeah, because that is Bucky's arm. Yeah, um, it's Ray's arm, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, he we do out with the, uh, the Wakandans, so... I, I mean, from uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we know it's pretty easy to take his arm off, indeed, right? Indeed. Like, they figured out that little, like, jujitsu yeah. move to fucking get it off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like that bit. I like the bit where Groot, uh, Swole Groot, who we haven't really talked about a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's very swole. Very, he's uh, very odd-looking, really. Uh, yep. Brolic, you know, <laughs> not skipping leg day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Swole Groot like made them all little dioramas. <laughs> and yes, they, uh, he gave them the gift of storyboard miniatures. It's kind of weird, including 
the scene is actually in with Craglin holding his it's fighting. It's awesome. Craglin <laughs> holding his diorama, holding his diorama, holding mm-hmm. his diorama made me laugh. That was like funny. A Russian nesting doll or something, I guess. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Groot obviously is a time traveler. He is a time cop, maybe. Do <laughs> um, you think GCVD would ever join the MCU? I'm sure he would be willing to, yes. Yeah, I think the, the Guardians franchise is where you would put him. I mean, that's where Stallone has been no, yeah. uh, reg- I, I think it would relegated be to. Probably the spot if he's. Uh, I, I guess he's been in a few things. Uh, that JCBD movie was not too bad for what it was. Uh, I heard it was guys. good. Yeah, I yeah. heard it was good. Um, he was the bad guy in The Expendables 2. Oh, uh, I've not seen it, or I don't remember seeing it, rather. Do you know what his name was? <laughs> I do not. It was Jean Villain. Um, oh. get it because well, he's a villain. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was a good bad guy in Expendables, too. Um, as good, if not better, than Eric Roberts from Expendables 1. Uh, even though the heavy in Expendables 1 was fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the heavy in Expendables 2 is fucking enemy of the podcast Scott Atkins. Um, <laughs> But we do get to see that Atkins Statham fight that I know uh, weirdos on the internet have been clamoring for. Can you just for say his name? His name's Jason. <laughs> his name is Jason. Enemy of the podcast, Jason Smith. Uh, please check out his YouTube channel, Sinister Cinema Reviews. And uh, if you comment, ask him about the allegations that uh, he's been faced with on this show and uh, ask why he hasn't been on his friend's podcast yet. Um <laughs> Rocket and Cosmo, the Guardian's newest member, are decorating Groot like a Christmas tree. That was pretty, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty that's cute. That's the, uh, the after credit scene, correct? Yeah, that's the after credit scene. Oh, and uh, uh, Star Lord gets his blasters. Uh, oh yeah, Star Lord gets his quad blasters. Those things are cool, man. I got a toy of those things, and they're pretty fun to mm-hmm. hold like this. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, 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 and go like this with. They're, they're pretty fun. Um, yeah, and that's the end of the Guardians Galaxy Holiday Special. Nice little 45 minute one and done kind of clean. Yeah. Get it done. Anything else that you want to say about the guardians of the galaxy holiday special, uh, before we jump into our final thoughts and our reviews. There's not. All right. Let's do this. Travis. Tell us how you really feel. Let's read this. We here at the MCU Beyond Infinity podcast rate and review all of our installments from one to five Star Lords. One Star Lord being the worst, five Star Lords being the best. We do accept half Star Lords. You like what I did here? I changed that. Yes, yes, I noticed. Travis, for Marvel Studios special presentation, the second official special presentation, now on Disney Plus, James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. What say you, my friend? Okay, I think this was a fine one-time watch. This is not something I'll probably ever go back to. Uh, it's a three out of five for me. It's perfectly fine. I'm just not a holiday special kind of guy. I'm... I think I'm a little bit more generous on it. I'm giving it a 
three point five. Mm-hmm. Just because I like being in this world, yeah, yeah. I like being with these characters. Mantis and uh, Drax have the rapport that really stood out in Guardians Two, where we're not going to get a Mantis and Drax movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This is kind of I know that's one of the things that Batista was probably expecting to happen at some point with these movies, but yeah. Yeah. So to have like kind of them who were the standouts be the core of this, um, I really did like that. And again, one of the things that Gunn does do so well is balance family drama and actual stakes with a lot of levity and comedy and having the brother sister thing at the forefront here did kind of work. I'm sure if I was the kind of guy who got into the Christmas spirit, I would have gotten into the Christmas spirit with the music playing and all that shit. I'm just um, not lame. So like I did, you know what I mean? I'm too cool for school. Uh, so It didn't really work for me on that level. Um, but again, I like seeing gun play in the sandbox like so much. And it, it, made me feel bittersweet about the guardians and the gun era in the MCU coming to an end. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm terrified of that. I'm terrified <laughs> of losing this. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to lose this. Um, well, we at least have the Eternals. To... Uh, <laughs> uh, they don't go to space uh, and do stuff. They can go uh, retrieve playing the uh, Icarus from a son. Yeah, with Pip the Troll, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Never yeah, mind, Pip. <laughs> yeah, these are fine. I mean, we we've, we've said in the past, uh, like after uh, Werewolf by Night, how I'm I'm kind of excited for this format because it's it's kind of low stakes, yeah. low budget. You know, you don't have to put a lot into it. You can focus on some B and C level characters. And while you know, ten years ago, the Guardians of the Galaxy would have been. C and D level characters right now they're A-listers because these fucking (laughs) movies um this is kind of like a good place for these kinds of things um are there any other kinds of specials that you would like to see do you think that these are going to all be holiday based you know what I mean or quarterly how do you think they're going to do this oh god I I don't know maybe one a year unless we get to maybe slow down Future, we've had but, two in fucking three months you know? yeah, yeah 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 uh squirrel girl i i could see that being like a, a sure. one-off to test character out see if you can yeah yeah i was saying i would love uh ant-man and the wasps valentine's day special that'd be fun something like that would be fun yeah uh Captain America red white and black uh <laughs> fourth of July special uh Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that would be uh, something they could do that they will not do. <laughs> yeah, Luke Cage, uh, Black History Month special. There's no telling. There's no telling. There's uh, there's no telling where we're going. I figure if we ever see Luke Cage again, it will be in a heroes for hire thing. Yeah, except hopefully not with Iron Fist, because um, uh, that would suck. I. Not with fucking Finn Jones. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Just fucking uh, have me calling Wing or one of the other Iron Fists. Uh, Scott Atkins. <laughs> the, the much more charismatic Scott Atkins. The uh, much more charismatic Scott Atkins. He can always do the fucking action. 
Yeah, you could do like a backflip, probably. Yeah, that would be yeah. pretty neat. You could do a judo chop. You know, mm-hmm. Finn Jones put in no work for that fucking role, and it no. pissed me the fuck off. And I'd like to recast Misty Knight, but uh, yeah, you didn't like her. I did not, and the reason it wasn't the actress's fault; it was the fact that they made her zero fucking fun. Yeah, she was a big fucking sourpuss, dude, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, and that is not fucking Misty Knight. No, and you're like a Misty Knight guy. I've known that about you since I've known you. Yeah, um, yeah. I like the character that gets excited about Captain America getting turned back into a werewolf. It's fucking stuff like that. It's very pretty fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Years ago, I, I was reading the Fearless Defenders, and I think I like told you about it. And I'm like, yo, low key, like we we have like a good Misty Knight book right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's uh, this- one of the heroes for hire and villains for hire. I want to say, but she was kind of the, the lead in this one also. Yeah, and like she's uh, was on the team of the villains for hire also. So that was a twofer but- for me. <laughs> I mean, she's a she's a foxy lady with an afro and a fucking robot arm. She's a pretty cool character. Yeah, I want to say uh, one of the villains for hire thing. They laid it out like it was the warriors, like she was the voice. Uh, oh, she was radio. that lady on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how the panel was laid out. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's amazing. She's like the Bosley calling in the shit to the Charlie's Angels. You just see like her mouth. Um, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see where these where these specials bring us. I think one a quarter is something that they can they can do. You know what I mean? Like do these kind of quarterly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and they kind of feel like like annuals in the comics. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Where you it's know, like a self-contained uh yeah, one off. Yeah, self-contained one off like um where they used to do Marvel spotlight, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you know, you have these leftover stories with these characters that may or may not work that, uh, you're trying out. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, Travis, with that being said, you don't have nothing else you want to talk about for the reviews. Do you No. no. let's get into some news items before calling it an evening. What do you have first up on the news docket that you want to talk about, my friend? Uh, let's do the Thunderbolts first. Where they're, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they're getting pulled Band-Aid off quickly here. Uh, all right. Just There's rumors that the Sentry may be the villain for um, this movie, and I just, I think it's dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. This lineup, it, they'll have to nerf the character into the, into the dirt, and... I don't know why you would want to introduce that character here to begin with. So, uh, are you looking forward to it? No, I am so upset because Wakanda Forever was almost <laughs> a perfect movie. Yeah. It was like it had everything that I was like looking forward to, and and I I wanted it to deliver on the promise that that it was going to do and it was like wow Coogler fucking did it and then there's this weird black cloud over that movie with the the subplot the right. subplot with Julia Louise Dreyfus and the Thunderbolt yeah 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 but then part of me is like maybe they're setting up like the world versus Wakanda and these mm-hmm. international tensions and then in my head and we talked about it a lot during the Wakanda Forever um 
recap episode of the podcast that we had where we said all of this is obviously leading towards the Thunderbolts and the president wants to destabilize Wakanda. So they're going to send in the Thunderbolts as this black ops mercenary group led by Julia Louise Dreyfus. Blah, blah, blah. He has a winter soldier there so he can be conflicted about the whole fucking thing and... Yeah, and we have Zemo there, so you could be breaking Zemo out, and then you can have Zemo in the Thunderbolts, and it, it all yeah, made sense. Made a right? lot of sense there. It makes a lot of sense, even though I didn't like it being in Wakanda Forever because I wanted Wakanda Forever to be just just Wakanda. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of doing all this setting table setting, yeah. But the thing that it was setting up was the Thunderbolts. So to have like Robert Reynolds, basically like Marvel's be it bad Superman, you know what I mean? Uh, be announced as the rumored villain is like, what? Like did if, if they, it's a weird, the, spot. It's a weird spot and it's weird specifically after Wakanda forever, because Wakanda forever was so obviously setting up one thing. And if you put century in this, I don't know where it's going to fit. Right. Do you? No, no idea. Uh, yeah, I'm just hoping this winds up being a nothing rumor. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then there's like Alexander Skarsgård and Ryan Gosling were rumored. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to see either of them in that role. Yeah. In Big, this buff, blonde, white men are all <laughs> fucking rumored, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I guess we go from there on to the other uh, Wakanda forever related news which is that they can't really do a namor solo project uh, who is namor <laughs> the submariner oh yeah, i thought yeah. i thought you were talking about namor uh some no, of them call him not. cool cool Khan. Uh, yeah. okay 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 i know you're talking about now yes yes uh he's tied up with the universal right still where they can probably do one but then the universal would get to get first dibs on distributing it so make it would make it less profitable yeah similar to with the hulk um yeah. the distribution rights for this uh this character are kind of in limbo and and i mean these rights are so much more complicated than we have time no. to really yeah, yeah yeah i mean just go into like i know about how east of the mississippi <laughs> You can put them on certain things, and then west of the well, Mississippi, yeah, yeah. You, can put, like, you can you can have Hulk in a team movie. You can have <laughs> yeah, yeah, him just by himself in a Thor movie, where it's basically a, a Hulk movie, but it's a, it, Thor is in the title. So, but I mean, like even advertising, like um, on the East Coast, we have uh, the Florida Universal Studios theme park where they have the Island of Adventure, and one of the places is. Um, is the Marvel Studios land, Marvel Land, oh, yeah. right? And uh, you know they have like Namor and Hulk shit there, but like you can't do that on the West Coast. Like oh. Disney World, rather in Florida, has no Marvel shit. Not oh, allowed really? to have any. Not allowed to have any. That's yeah, because because the theme park rights east of the Mississippi oh. are Universal. The theme park rights west of the Mississippi are Marvel. So Disney. Land in California has 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 a Marvel world, right? Yeah. But that Marvel world can't have Namor or Hulk. So like they're they're absent of 
yeah. that. So you have like Ant-Man running around and shit. <laughs> it's crazy. Like the rights are so complicated that they're like a river divides it. Like crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like old school, like packs written in blood shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm glad um, that we got to carry race in this fucking Brad Panther movie. I uh, I loved him in it too. I mean, I guess that would give them more reason to do something like uh, another World War II era invaders. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That yeah, would be yeah. cool. That would yeah, be yeah. cool. Uh, My stepfather uh, loves how you say submarine or two. He does it to me. <laughs> uh, he did it to me the other day. He's like, oh, I heard Namor, the submarine. And he like said it while we were having uh, Thanksgiving. And I was like, that's amazing that you listen to the fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. And heard us talking about that. Um, have you seen how they had to crop his dick in post-production uh, he's denying it the actor has he says sure. that, that wasn't but why would they that means they both just stick up for promotional footage <laughs> that makes yeah. Sense. yeah it makes no sense this guy is swinging he's that for yes he's covering for them yeah uh because like the the behind the scenes stuff that i've seen of him in his swim trunks is like oh watch out now you yeah. know what i mean um and then it's it's like it's like a pancake butt, you know what I mean? In uh, in the film itself, you yeah. know, like they basically made him a fucking He's a Kendo. yeah, 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 um, which isn't fair, you know. Yeah, it is not. It no, is not. No. Uh, we got a Blue Beetle poster. Um, yeah, shiny new poster. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Blue Beetle's not a character that I really care about in anything, but I like Blue Beetle. I uh I think the costume looks cool and the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, set photos usually look like shit. His yeah. did not, so he's got that going yeah. for it. Uh, and it says only in theaters twenty twenty three hashtag Blue Beetle. Uh, we got the Transformers Rise of the Beast uh trailer. That's not Marvel technically, not MCU rather. <laughs> no, they had Marvel comics at one point. Uh, yeah, with the G.I. Joe Hasbro license and shit back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, you and I were talking beforehand about neither of us grew up on Transformer cartoon. No, I, I could have, I guess, but like G.I. Joe was the one I watched. I, uh, I don't know why I didn't really, other than I didn't like cars. <laughs> yeah, same. I, um, I had a couple transformer toys that were cool and i i think i i like them more from like a nerdy engineering kid kind of yeah, thing yeah yeah where you know? it's neat they can transform <laughs> yeah and I, and I like just i was like oh look at the mechanics of my fucking starscream toy you know what i mean mm-hmm. that, uh, but i never really cared about like the something lore. was <laughs> it was always silly to me transformers lore was always silly to me where they're talking about like cars from other planets. And I, and I mean, I, I talk about the land of make believe and spend my days in the land of make believe more than like a grown man really should. So I can't really talk shit against. Sure. Again, Croc master is way cooler than any of the trans. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Heavy duty would kick up the mist primes, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I always thought it was silly. And then when the Bay movies came out, like I, again, like I'm a, Michael Bay fan. I'm a Michael Bay defender. Um, but I kind of loathe all the, the Michael Bay ruined my childhood. It's like, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. 
if you're if if you as an adult care about fucking what Starscream and fucking <laughs> Bumblebee are up to, like, come on, you know what I mean. That being said, um, Bumblebee was okay. Yeah, well, I like it more than in any of the other Transformers movies, even though it is basically the same story as the first Shia LaBeouf Transformers movie. I just yep. like the designs better. They're yep. clearer. I can tell who everyone is. And John Cena is kind of fun in that movie. And Haley Steinfeld's fun in that movie. You know? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and again, the design is the big one where it's so clean in Bumblebee. And uh, then they give us that big shot of them on their home planet fucking shit up. And yeah, and then that is in the trailer and like two seconds in the movie. Cybertron. Um, What do you think of this trailer? This uh, Beast Wars trailer? Uh, It looks fine. I, uh, I think it looks fun. I like the pink robot that isn't a beast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of them uh, using a Biggie Small song where they almost have the N-word in this trailer? Um, I didn't catch that. Uh, It's like, if you don't know, now you know. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I know what the next word to this is. You know what I mean? (laughs) I I listened to the song, um, and I'm kind of like, holy shit, they're fucking. It's been long enough now that it doesn't even register that – there is any profanity in old rap music, I guess. Yeah, they're just monotonizing this uh this yeah. fucking poor artist fucking legacy and this children's <laughs> cartoon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I'm, I'm I guess I'm looking forward to it. It's not like I'm not gonna see it. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't know if I'll see it in theater necessarily, but I'll definitely see it at some point. Yeah, hundred percent. A hundred percent. Do you want to talk about the Indiana Jones trailer? Eh, let's talk about it because we'll get some people upset. Indiana Jones <laughs> Five. Talk is, about it, we may get people upset. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones Five is coming out. Um, yeah, we're gonna get people upset because we're gonna talk about uh, kind of our thoughts on it. Uh, James Mangold is directing this film. It's the first one. Steven Spielberg's not coming back to direct, even though he is executive producing it as a story by credit. Mm-hmm. Um, James Mangold, uh, famous for making movies that are secretly westerns, um, <laughs> such as uh, Logan um, and Ford v Ferrari, a filmmaker I kind of like. You know, I thought Ford v Ferrari was great. I really dug that movie. So yeah. I was my stepdad in the theaters, had a good time. Liked Logan a lot when I first saw it. Think it's okay. You know, I watch <laughs> it every once in a while. I think it's okay. Yeah. Um, think it's really good. Right. Uh, takes itself very seriously, which sometimes is good. Sometimes kind of makes me go like that, eh. but I, yeah. I, I like it. It's a good movie. Good real movie for Best a outing for Jackman as that character. I think, but very true. Very true. I kind of like the Wolverine uh, maybe more. Because- I like that movie much less because I should like it much more because it's, it's a bunch of things I should love. It's <laughs> fucking just, a Frank Miller fever dream at one point. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. There's fucking ninjas with like arrows, ropes, like pulling Wolverine yeah, across. Super the- dumb eighties ninja stuff, but yeah, and, man. Yeah, I don't know. I I should like it more. I like some of the actors and everything. It's just I don't know. It uh, falls apart a bit at the end with the silver samurai and all that. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I also feel like for a movie that hasn't already cut, that the already cut is 
all that are rated. Actually, are rated. Yeah, they just said it was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he gets pierced with arrows and stuff like that, but I don't remember much blood. He so never just maiming up people. Indiana Jones Five, aka Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, directed by James Mangold, starring Harrison Ford, who's like eighty-seven years old, and uh, it looks like a video game to me. It looks like an Uncharted uh, trailer, right? Yeah, yeah, a bit. And uh, they use a lot of footage from the old ones. And uh huh. I don't know. It's just a weird trailer for me. I don't. I didn't get any sense of what it's going to be, other than uh, even when it's set. I assume we're going to be jumping back and forth in time a lot, but I don't know. I don't. Like, I just want to see him punching Nazis, and I don't think. <laughs> Well, Mads Mikkelsen plays a Nazi in this movie. Oh, okay. I'm excited about that. I couldn't remember if if that was new footage or if that was something in Crystal Skull that I had blocked out. (laughs) That is not. uh, Crystal Skull had some hot actress as like... uh, I blocked out most of that movie. I I remember the fridge and then that I didn't like it and that Shia LaBeouf was in it. Yes. And I like Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to accept that, but yes, he is a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people are raving about this trailer. Huh? They're raving about this trailer, Travis. Maybe I was just a bad mood. I'll give it another shot. But yeah, I just want to know more on what it's actually going to be. I just want it to be a real movie and not just a bunch <laughs> of CGI. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it, it looks like it's just a bunch of CGI. Um, John Williams, it's going to be his last score. Oh, holy. Yeah, so kind of like end of an era for mm-hmm. one of the one of the goats, as they say. Uh, Kevin Bacon serenades them sometimes. <laughs> um, the yeah. Dial of Destiny, just Dial of Farts, you know what I mean? Like Bag of Farts, basically. Uh-huh. Indiana Jones and the Bag of Farts uh, is what that sounds like to me. Like yeah. bad name. It's not very name. Uh, exciting title no uh no 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 yeah uh daredevil news michael gandolfini uh he's been casted as a guy named liam apparently (laughs) i assume that may be a placeholder name or i just don't really want to say who he's really playing uh well the the rumor that i've heard is the rose which is um kingpin's son right yeah 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 uh yeah. I do kind of like that character. I don't know. I could see him being Donofrio's kid. He's got they're that both build. Italian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say they're both husky, but yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, they're both fat Italians. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Michael Gandolfini, obviously James Gandolfini's son, portrayed Tony Soprano in uh, the Many Saints of Newark. The long-awaited Kings of Newark. The Many Saints of Newark. The, the long-awaited Sopranos prequel movie that uh, came and left with a, a whimper. Uh, <laughs> no one really dug it all too much. I thought it was okay. I kind of liked it. I thought it was okay. I watched uh, it, really, I didn't finish it. Uh. Yeah. John Barenthal was in it. Pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah. Love that guy. Uh, Ray Liotta was in it. Pretty good. Love that mm-hmm. guy. Uh, it was funny because it, it was more about, like, Christopher's dad than it was about Tony. Which was funny. You oh, know. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like Christopher narrated it from the grave. It was really weird. It was really weird. 
the big news, I guess. The biggest big news. Let's talk the big news. Guardians 3 totally trailer, nice. which we kind of talked a little bit about, but... Uh, yeah, this trailer looks uh, great. Yeah, I uh, I like the guy they have playing the High Evolutionary, I assume, is... How do you say this guy's name? Uh, <laughs> uh, Chuck Woody. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's got a uh, last name that's kind of like two first names. Mm-hmm. That makes it easy for me. <laughs> that does make it easy. Uh, what do you think of Adam Warlock? I I think that guy looks kind of good as Adam Warlock. Uh, I know I like a lot of people were uh, put off by the guy from where the Millers playing Adam Warlock, but he's been in other things and he's good. I uh, only wish that he could have given Namor his eyebrows. Cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does have the uh, signature Namor uh, eyebrow for real. Yeah, um, yeah, that, it's not even a thing that should exist in real life, but he has them. So, dude, fuck it. I I played the song for you before, but I love uh, "In the Meantime" by Space Hog. I really do sincerely like that song. James Gunn yeah. again using music very well here. Um, looks like an emotionally packed uh, finale. To yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy saga. They're teasing you know so hard. Uh, uh, spoilers that Rocket may die. Yeah. Uh, or Drax may I, die. Like or Bill may die. Yeah. Like, I just, I could see Rocket staying on because it's a voice role and it's fucking like two hours work probably for uh, Crayley Blooper. Yeah. 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 Like him and Groot, I think, are most likely to stay. Uh, and Mantis, hopefully. But. Yeah, and Nebula, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, just all of them, hopefully. But yeah. Please, step on uh, me, Nebula. Did you note uh, Lila, the, uh, what is she, an otter or a beaver or something? I did see that little thing. Yeah, yeah, she was mentioned in the first Guardians movie as on the little fact file when they're getting arrested with a rocket. Gives them a little hug. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I guess we'll get more of that. Bro, and, when, uh, as someone that's complained about anthropomorphic characters, I do kind of like the look of the ones we see here. I love the ones that we see here, dude. Like they land on the parallel Earth in this trailer, and there's little goat people and bunny rabbits people with mm-hmm. little suits and ties on, like they're going to work. And Drax throws a basketball at a child's head, and I think that was a cheap laugh. Uh, that got me hard yeah 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 it's funny but it's like yeah that it's a fucking child you don't lob something at a child wings it at this child's head yeah 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 yeah. Uh, that shit got me very very hard um (laughs) it worked very very well a high evolutionary is a very interesting and weird villain yeah Um, yeah i don't really like High, high evolutionary in the comics much, uh, other than because you don't like titles. anthropomorphic animal yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, they're not interesting to me in the comics. Uh, like Savage Land stuff, he's in there sometimes. Yeah, a lot of Mister Sinister stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm a hypocrite because I like Sinister, but uh, yeah, he like took uh, Sinister's designs and like did it towards animals, like you know. <laughs> Uh, he was like fascinated with uh, Mr. Nathaniel Essex. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're still seeing rumors of like Mr. John Hamm coming in playing uh, Sinister. Would be you know, the worst pick, especially uh, early on. They've never done him in the, the movies. And the only other like big villain they didn't really touch was Omega Red. <laughs> was Omega Red? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I say big loosely 
96. Well, he is a big boy. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah, big yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Look at the size of those tentacles. Look at the size of those tentacles and those dreads. Yeah, the guy is a big boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I would love to see John Ham ham it up mm-hmm. as uh, Mister Sinister. Especially you know, if he's written like uh, Sinister has been the last couple of years, but deliciously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, Sinister's yeah. always looked cool, but now he's. <laughs> Now he's hilariously yeah, flamboyant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and Ham would do great at that because he's a funny guy, you know? Definitely see uh, Confess Fletch. It's surprisingly charming little movie. It's funny, talking about living deliciously, I'm reading an article right now on CBR where uh, CBR is reporting, Furiosa is the dirtiest Anna Taylor-Joy's ever been for a movie. <laughs> and and by dirty, they don't mean like, like dirty, like... Uh, like you actual know. dirt? Yeah, like she's actually covered in dirt. Yes. Like yes, like yes. she will yes. The movie about dirt, uh, she will be covered in it. <laughs> Imagine um, that. A, a desert wasteland would have coarse, coarse sand everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it gets everywhere. But she she you know, she's known to live deliciously, mm-hmm. as is uh as is Mr. Nathaniel Essex, aka Sinister. Um Yeah, the Guardian trailer delivered the goods, man. Uh Guardians historically have had trailers that have blown our fucking socks off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like really blown our fucking socks off. I'll never forget the Uga Chaka trailer um, back in like 2013. I mean, they had to sell a bunch of fucking people on these characters. And yeah. 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 And that fucking worked. I remember mm-hmm. showing that to uh, my girlfriend at the time who I later married and, uh, convinced her to go see that movie in the theaters and she avoided these things like the fucking plague <laughs> you know like avoided them like the fucking plague and um and that was the one that got her to go and um i'm really excited there's some great uh visual kind of iconography too like those multicolored uh 2001 space odyssey suit looking things oh yeah yeah the, the multicolor yeah um uh... God, I wish I remembered to write this down, but that may be a reference to another old uh, random obscure show. Uh, oh, really? It's not a 2001 reference? No, Ooh. well, the the, uh, the colors specifically are very similar to another thing. I'll, I'll have to look it up. Uh, yeah, oh, but, that's funny. That's yeah. funny. I, I think they look amazing. Like, there's a shot of them all, like, jumping out of the, uh, out mm. of the ship, like, with these like old school spacesuits on and one's pink and yeah, yeah. you know just looks so cool and the music works and you have new characters being introduced with fucking warlock and the high evolutionary you know new big bad being introduced who's probably gonna die by the end of it uh, the high evolutionary. <laughs> yeah i don't see it being a long-term guy uh but i mean warlock kind of comes with a uh a villain ready made yeah we can have magus oh. we can get the magus saga travis <laughs> I don't imagine we'll get that right. I don't think. Do you think? Do you think that he's going to be Magus or like a villain when they start? Uh, like, do you think Warlock's going to start off as a bad guy? And do you think they're well, going to reincorporate the Sovereign? Yeah, yeah. And Guardians too, but yeah, I don't imagine that will last long. He's too handsome, right? He is too handsome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're going to reintroduce the Sovereign to this thing? You would think they'd have to, but. Yeah, because that's where you get to see how uh, uh, Herbert Wyndham, the high evolutionary, kind of fit in with people that were uh, 
engineering their own species with the sovereign. Uh, That's true. Yeah, that that is true. Um, I love that actress, uh, Eliza Dubnicki. That really tall, yeah. fucking um, lady. Solid gold lady. That was yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So James Gunn says, uh, "Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three references 2001: A Space Odyssey, not Among Us. I guess Among Us is a video game. Is that yeah, what yeah, that was the other thing people were uh, speculating yeah. about. But no, that's not what I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, Gunn posted a picture of the suits from Among Us and just wrote no <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> I like that he just debugs things. Uh, yes." all the time yeah and the guy who originally posted it uh wrote i just got schooled by james gunn and i love it yeah yeah i do wish he would tell us what that final easter egg is in the first guardians of the galaxy movie i know especially now that he's going to dc and <laughs> yeah give us all the goods james gunn yeah. what do you think of the uh common accurate suits man oh yeah i didn't think to mention that yeah it finally spot on uh other than I, I guess Star Wars probably isn't going to have the uh, the weird helmet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, couldn't be happier with it. Couldn't be happier with them. I love the color scheme. I love how just how comic accurate to the abnet and landing. I'm sure they're going to get a very healthy payday for this, right? I'd hope so. <laughs> I'd hope so. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't work out those uh those Liefeld deals with fucking Deadpool. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Does he have a better deal, I assume, than everyone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh, gets like 5% or something like that. Like, he gets points. You I know, it's good for him, but. I mean, that's like. It's it, not just any artist that should get credit for their stuff. Uh, and, like, fuck you, Marvel. Like, imagine everyone got that deal. People would be, like, lining up around the block with cool character ideas, you know? Instead, oh, they're know. like, yeah, we're not going to. Yeah, holding their best stuff off for. When they go independent, yeah, 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 they build their name, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why Liefeld and uh, McFarland are just like Venom, Deadpool, do it, you know, (laughs) Domino, yeah, (laughs) you know, it's fucking crazy. Shatterstar, sure, that's Shatterstar, yeah, good enough, right? Yeah, yeah. When's that Boom Boom movie coming? Uh, next week we will be returning to a galaxy far, far away with Endor. Um, should be fun to recap. Have not finished it yet. I have, uh, four episodes left. Um, so I, I told you off mic and we haven't had an episode in two weeks. I have been, uh, kind of under the weather, maybe, maybe not had COVID, not really sure. Definitely sucked. Uh, the holidays kind of got the best of me and, I have been under the weather, so I will be finishing Endor, and we will be returning to uh, Galaxy Far, Far Away. So far, I am liking it, though, Travis, I will say. Yeah, I didn't know for sure if you would or not, because uh, it's very different from Star Wars, it feels. It really is, and it was a slog for me to get started. Um, But once it got rolling and I got the vibe, I really like Dan Gilroy, like, in general. Like, I, I like his... I like him as a writer and a filmmaker. Yeah. So um, I'm excited that, you know, he was kind of given the keys to a castle for a little bit and gets to play around in the sandbox and seems to be able to do it on his terms. Uh, Cause this is very, different. So. <laughs> yeah, weirdly. So, right. Yeah. Um, 
Because it's definitely like tonally so different than anything Star Wars has ever been. So that should be fun for us to talk about. And uh, we'll be returning in a couple weeks, uh, much to Travis's dismay, to the land of Pandora uh, to talk some Blue Boys. Uh, we will be talking Tar. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I didn't know if you knew all this and writing that or not. No. Of course. Of course I did. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm glad that you're appeasing me because it's yeah, something. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I will have one or two down the line that will return. Uh, no. Yeah, return. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll I deserve it. So lay it on me, lay it on me thick. I I'll deserve it. But I am excited for Avatar Two, The Way of Water, and a couple other fun things that we have before the end of the year. In the meantime, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on social media at the MCU Beyond Infinity Podcast Facebook group, a wonderful place that Travis Cure and I have started and curated with a bunch of like-minded Marvelites talking any and all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, comic books, DC, Avatar, Abel Ferreira, pop culture at large, you name it, we're probably talking about it very civilly over there, which is something I've always appreciated about that group. If you want to get in touch with us, you can even Email us at MCU Beyond Infinity Podcast at gmail.com. Remember, whatever podcast provider you are listening to this on, to follow, subscribe, like, and leave a review. It goes a very long way. It's an easy thing for you to do. That means a lot for us and helps the show out tremendously. And with that being said, I am John. I'm Travis. And, um, Rest in peace, Laika, gunned down in her prime. <laughs> <laughs>